as I bring you the hot new exclusives and the fresh new indie talent. You know what's up? It's the real famous nigga. Yeah, yeah, what up? You know what it is. Your boy Styles Peter Ghost D Block Double R right now with my homie, DJ Corrupt. I used to dream I would make it big. Told niggas I'd do it when it's done. They would say You are now tuned into K100 Radio, Hip Hop and R&B. I told y'all we be right back. Make sure you tune in to DJ Krupp over there on Fridays, man. He be going in. All right. Without further ado, let's bring the homie back on the line. The homie on the line, not back on the line. Well, actually, yes, back on the line because he's been on K100 Radio a long time ago. But he's back like he never left. Jay Harden, homie. What's going on? Welcome. What's going on, bro? What's popping with you, Blizz? Oh, great, man. I've been looking forward to this interview, man. You know, I don't even know if 30 minutes is going to be long enough, but we're going to try to make it work. Jay Harden on the line right now, man, everybody. Uh, one of the dopest R&B artists that, you know, personally that I feel like uh, this independent is out right now. And I'm not saying that because he's doing this interview. I'm saying that because of his work ethic. I'm saying that because of his body of work. You know what I'm saying? Because he's a cool dude, man. He really has a following, uh, unlike a lot of independent artists that I've seen. Now, I tell people all the time, it's really easy to do your social media numbers and, and, and all this kind of You can fudge all that. But it's kind of hard fudging packing out a club in Atlanta. When you're an independent artist, you know what I'm saying? And you're the reason, you're the only thing that's popping. It's not the club night. It's just uh, tonight is about Jay Harden. It's, a, it's an event. He's having a release, and that motherfucker is wall to wall with people. That's very difficult to do, and it's very difficult to fake. So, first of all, I want to congratulate you because I just went out to your release uh, party that you just had over here at uh, over here in uh, ATL 1145. And uh, that was a real dope event. So, I want to salute you on that first before we get into anything else. Thanks, 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 thanks. Yeah. That was a dope event, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and I couldn't even stay for the whole thing, but uh, even you know, but even before Trina got there and it got really pandemonium set in, it was just really a well put together event. And you had a lot of support, and support is hard to fake in the physical form. Easy to fake on social media, hard to fake in the physical form. But we got Jay Harden on the line. Go ahead, homie, real quick. Introduce yourself to the broadcast, and we can jump into it, homie. Go ahead. What's up? This is your boy Jay Harden. You know, been doing this thing for a minute. Been hit charts in the UK and the USA, and just been grinding. Want to give a shout out to all my people. Thank you, Blizzard. You know, thanks K1 for giving me, give me the opportunity. You know, to to be able to have a platform to talk to the artists on. So and everybody else in fans. So what's going on? I'm here. Let's get it, man. Now, first of all, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the uh in, in teaching mode real quick. If you don't mind, if you don't mind, just. Helping me teach some folks some stuff real quick, Jay Harden. And then we're we going to have a little fun. But I got to ask you this. As an independent artist, you've somehow managed to get your own tour going. And when I say your own tour, mm-hmm. I'm, I see you, you're touring with uh, a known artist. You're touring with Trina. You're touring with, and, and a couple other people. How did you How did you actually make that work? As an, Because, see, it's one thing to go out and if you're an artist. And, you know, we'll, 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 of course, we're going to get into our discussions about some of the debates that we have on social media. But it's one thing to even go out and actually be able to go from city to city in different cities and actually have a tour, you know what I'm saying, as an independent artist. How did you actually put that together? Because that's a win situation for artists, but I would like this to be a quick teaching moment. How did you say, well, we're going to actually go get somebody, we're going to headline, and we're going to actually go on the actual our own tour instead of waiting for somebody to put us on their tour? How did you make that happen? Well, okay, I'm going to give you the straight, raw, butt, naked, uncut truth. Okay. Um... I have a credit analysis company, you know, outside of music. Right. So what I did was I said to myself, I need to start booking some of these artists, you know, to and get in the door. So what I did was I, I my credit score was about an 805. 
I got a credit card for about $60,000, and I started booking artists from my credit card. And what I do, when I, get, when I get the money back from the door, I pay off the credit card, and the credit card that I got go up to like a hundred grand. So I kept paying back that credit card, winning on my shows. Like I booked Rick Ross. Rick Ross charged me like uh, 60K. And that took the whole credit card down to zero balance. But then when he came and did the show, I made about 20K. So I paid back the 60. I pocketed like 20 and went on to the next show. So I was booking artists off my credit card. And still, so I, instead of me doing a, a record deal with a label, I did a record deal with Visa and MasterCard. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Ah! So, so, ah! Ah! So, you know what? I regret that you told me that live on the air. I might delete it after recording. I don't want you niggas to know that. I don't want you fucking people to know it. You don't even deserve to know that kind of game. I should, you know what? I should probably just go back and just delete that. Now that I, now that I think about it, I wanted to hear it, and I'm glad you told me, and, and whoever might be happening to be listening live right now, um, I don't think I'm going to let it stay on the recording because I don't think that's, that's kind of like way too much game for free. You should have to charge somebody for that. <laughs> that little scenario well, you know, that you know, was the, the, whole, the whole catch is I, I've been at a, I had a credit analysis company for a while and so you know I was something I got into and I paid a lot of money to learn how to do what I do and I actually own a company and so you know for me as an artist it's about having a budget so I know how to create a budget for artists you know and a lot of artists I used to deal with you know I I, 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 I never forget I went and got one artist legally $130,000 and they blowed it on change shoes, clothes, and all kind of stuff. The whole catch of this right here is, like I said, I'm not an ordinary artist because I've been understanding business for a long time. You know, I got songs with Jadakus, Akon, David Banner, Trader Truth, you know, Zero, the list goes on, you know, and I've been from here to the UK and I've been writing for a while. But my whole thing is, I pretty much do my, my business from a credit standpoint. So instead of me going to get a, get a deal with a label, if I, want to, if I want to get myself a single deal, like I just gave myself a single deal for 20 k so that's what I'm gonna use to push my next record off a credit card. I probably use, you know, my my, my Citibank credit card for twenty grand. That's my single deal. Worst case scenario, if it if it go good, then the credit card get paid. If it don't, then the credit card goes in the collection like anything else. You know, it just didn't work. But at least I still have my freedom. I I can't even, you know, I now nah, this 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 thirty minutes is just not gonna be enough. I could, this is gonna be a problem. It's gonna be a problem. Thirty minutes is not gonna be enough because you you probably took. I'm going to eat up a couple of minutes right here with just this part. The notion that artists don't, uh, that you did, you know what I'm saying? Having, I think just, it's important to just, that I can take away from anything that you just said is having your outside of your music life together is way, is so much more important, you know what I'm saying? To actually how it affects your actual, your career as an artist. If you actually can have your life together enough to own the business and have a fucking eight, I don't, I've never had. I had a 700 and something at one point, and I, I kind of fell off on that. When I had a 708 one time or some crazy shit, and that was like the highest my credit score ever got. I'm not raggedy right now. I'm decent, but you know what I'm saying? Eight, a fucking 805 credit score. Yeah, if you can have that, if you can have something like that and use that as an asset to actually help you with your music career, I don't even think most people would just sit back and worry about trying to flip a pack or trying to go, you know what I'm saying, uh, get a kilo or something, you know what I'm saying, instead of just playing. What, which is essentially the white folks game and, 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 and putting it in what we do over here, which is the credit game. That It's a game that millionaires yeah. and billionaires and people like Donald Trump been playing from day one. And it's kind of just, you'll, you'll it's, it's ingenious. It's crazy. You'll be surprised, Bill. I'm an artist. I've tried to show the light. I actually booked Rick Ross from a credit card. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I actually booked Nina from a credit card. I actually booked... Uh, 
uh, Kevin Gates from a credit card. Mm -hmm. So all these people I put on my tour, which is the I'm the Man tour, and I get the door. So I leave out of a show and I be made fifteen or twenty grand, and that's my paid show. And I be them performed and got my point across. And I be them actually move and sit there and took pictures. So I kill everything within one one blow. And like I said, the main thing is my record deal is, is with credit cards. So and actually, <laughs> I, I might be saying that, but I'm saying it because at the end of the day, I'm gonna get it. Cause they, like I said, for the people on here, I wouldn't say this on V103. I'm right. saying it because it's an exclusive um, radio interview with you, with right. Blizzard, the, with, 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 the, with the man of the hour. So I just gave gave a, a, a million dollars worth of games to some artists running around. They don't have a budget. You got to think, the first budget, the first budget I went and got, uh, I had one card I never get. I got me a little 10-grand card. And you know, it go up to about 40. But I did what I was supposed to do about six months, got a credit increase. Uh, all my flyers, all my posters, got all my website done. Because see, I don't spend my own money on music. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. I did, I, I did that at one while, and I realized that wasn't the way to go. So what I do is I leverage it with a credit card. And if I'm good enough, right, say for instance, now my booking's starting at 1500 or so right now. Right. So if I do that, I did that once this week. So let's say for instance, my goal is to get up three times a week, doing five grand a show. That's fifteen grand a week. Times 10 weeks, that's 150 k uh, So at the end of the day, then after that, you know, you put that in the bank, 150 k you can go get a line of credit for 60% of that 150K, and now you can play with that line of credit and leave your money alone. But once you get the line of credit for 60%, you can actually go pull your piece of your part of your 150 out and have that line of credit still sitting there with the line of credit. And then use that part of the money from the 150 to pay a line of credit to get an increase. I, see, I'm, I'm giving so much game. I should have. You happens. know what? Stop. Stop. You know what? That's enough, Jay Harden. I, 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 I'm switching. I don't even want you to talk no more about the shit. I'm done talking. With you. I'm done I, because I... I, I put on the flyer book uh, an R and B artist, J artist. Had no idea. Financial advisor should have been right there. Financial consultant, credit consultant, J Harden. Shit, I didn't know that part. J Harden. I've reestablished the company. Not, and I'm not a middleman. I'm talking about me personally. Uh -huh. My sister reestablished about 120 people credit. You know, and then, like I said, when I was dealing with artists, I was trying to tell them, I tell you what. But I, I get an artist, I say, okay. I tell an artist, you know if you really want to be an artist when you get some money. You can tell if an artist want to be an artist when they get their first five grand or ten grand. First thing they want to do, half of them will turn into a drug lord. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they don't want to turn, they don't want to do music no more. And music turn into an avenue for them just to look like stars or be stars. For me, I really do this. You got to think. In college, my freshman year, 2002, uh, I was 23 top 100 on the chart. Beyonce, Destiny Child was um, um, number 30. Luther Vandross was number 35. I was ahead, I was ahead of all of them. You know what I'm saying? So I came in the game. I was playing ball and doing music at a high level. But a, lot, a lot of people understand that what, 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 how, you can't make it without a budget or without a, a connection. I met Sylvia Rome, um, Jay Brown, Jay-Z, um, Beyonce, WJM. I, I met all these people. Matter of fact, Max Goose was... Um, was the first um, record exec that was going to sign me and my partner at the time when I was in college playing ball and um, Epic Records. And at the time, you know, we, we it didn't happen because he wanted to change to a rap group and the guy we had a business association ship with didn't want us to be a rap group that same group because our competitor at the time was Phil Mar. Mm -hmm. So the whole thing was, um, so I ended up writing a song for Dina Howard called Nasty Grind, um, which stole more, which was her number one record which outdid Jamie Foster's T-shirt and my panties on. I wrote that song, you know what I'm saying, at, at a young age, you know, sitting in the restroom. My sister demoed it, 
and it got picked up. So Matt Goof actually the A&R Beyonce's last project, the whole project. Mm-hmm. That pick that rapper up. What I tell a lot of these artists, man, I, I, I be trying to give them game and be straight up honest with them, and a lot of them don't want to listen because they don't understand the chances of making it. In music, you got more chance of making it. Because guess what? You can be a successful artist with no radio and with just a good buzz. Over the last year, I, my, my my hits don't went up, my fan base don't went up, and like I said, Trina, the show I just did with in Lost Point, um, sad that I did made fifteen hundred off that show, but I, and they paid for room, travel, and everything. But that, that came directly after my album release because I had the good footage. I sent it off. And now I'm going to do a blast, put it on Worldstar. Worldstar, I'm going to pay $700 for that, which is going to come off the credit card. I ain't touching my money still. And once I get my first show, I got 30 days to pay off that. I got 30 days to figure it out. So it's $700 for Worldstar. And then I turn around and, uh, and I do uh Hold on one second, Blue. Go ahead. And I, because I'm just, I'm just sitting, I'm just sitting there letting, I'm letting them talk because the shit that, the shit that Jay Harden is saying is like, I'm sitting back, like a lot of artists, of course, I know you're doing it wrong. And I wanted to, I was glad that Jay Harden booked the interview with us because of the simple fact that I knew he was going to have a a deeper conversation than just talking about music. And I knew he was going to give out some game. You know what I'm saying? Now you said that before you even got over into doing it the way you're doing it now, you jumped out and you had a a, a, a song on, on on the charts and you toured on the, in the UK and all that. And so let me ask you this because a lot of times that and me and so me and Jay Harden we have a lot of great conversations on on social media. Like being being both of our social media friend, it will really greatly benefit you. You know what I'm saying for real. Trust me if you're an independent artist because we have great conversations on either one of our posts and we've had uh, back and forths about what artists should and shouldn't uh, pay for as far as promotion. And, and and he's a stickler on not paying to uh, do like showcases and open mics and stuff like that. Uh, he he's, he 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 doesn't do it. And obviously, for someone who's doing the things this way, it wouldn't make any sense whatsoever for him to actually do that at all. But there are a lot of artists who, let's be honest, Jay Harden don't have the literal financial savvy as you. I don't even know any regular people, let alone artists, who have the financial savvy you do with the way you're doing it with the credit cards and everything. So I mean, honestly. That's like an anomaly, you know what I'm saying? Besides the fact, you know, you're talented too, but that's an anomaly, though. I, I, listen, I told the people I'm gonna give. I, are you the first person I ever told that to? And and guess what? I never tell nobody else. I just did. I, I brought something to the table, but see, a lot of these artists are jealous. They're uh, they're envious. But see, my whole thing, I won 342 open mic straight. I never lost an open mic. So at the end of the day, uh, I realized that wasn't the game for me because I know everybody in Atlanta from Greg Street. I did the Ryan Cameron show. Uh, everybody that I have done shows with in Atlanta when it comes to competition, I have, I'll have ate up and devoured and throw them away. So a lot of these artists, you know, I'm not trying to say them to be, be um, conceited or arrogant, but I'm just being honest. I did that at a high level. Um, worked that pole, hit the chart in the UK, 23, B.O.B. number 22. I was over there with just a handbag, me and Wendy Day. You see what I'm saying? Wendy Day flew over there with me. She didn't charge me anything. That's why I love Wendy Day to death because she actually believed in the music. And she flew over there to the U.K. with me. We stayed there for a week and a half, and I hit the chart in a week and a half. And I didn't spend one dime on the radio. But what I realized is that a lot of artists see Atlanta. Atlanta, I call it the illusion city. Yes. Because, first of all, if you if you on V103, 1079, people got to understand you're not going to get on the station. They clear channel. You're not going to get on the mix, y'all. They got a few slots. 
So you got to understand that, that going in there thinking you got a hot song, you really fooling yourself. You're dead in the water. I knew this when I first started because I came in the game with the number one radio promotion in the co- promoting the con- company when I first st- country named Ted Aston when I first started doing music. So I already know how the whole radio game works. So nobody in Clear Channel Radio really has any power outside of the 10 to 20 seconds they may get them to have a free time to talk. But so it, it, it never impressed me for somebody to say, come up here, man, we can get your phone on the radio. You got to think it never impressed me because I was already hitting the radio all over the United States. That's not really the Internet that made the radio less important. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? World right. Star, most of the artists are getting booked now from Pee Wee Longway on down. Pee Wee Longway getting, getting $12, $13,000 a show, and you don't hear his song on no radio. Exactly. That's true, too. Yeah, that's yeah. very true. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so the whole, the whole catch is now I understand how to maneuver in the game and be 100. Like, after I did my release party, Trina, I did the last show with Trina. Trina said, send her a record, she want to jump on it. And she didn't say nothing about no money. She, I didn't have to pay Trina to come down to um, the show down in Atlanta. She came because she wanted to see, really, what I had going on because I had impressed her with the show before. Like I said, I just gave her a, a, a... Like, I would never tell nobody what I just told you on how I do a lot of the stuff and did a lot of stuff. I do not saying I ain't got other money I can touch, but I realize you, you take risk and money... You take money and throw certain money at risk. Don't never throw your own money into a risk. I did that. I spent $330,000. I spent about $340,000 from building houses in real estate. I built I built, I built, built and rehab. I did about 60 houses in Atlanta. I spent $360,000 on music and um, work that pole took off and made me back over a quarter million. But at the end of the day, I didn't, I didn't have radio nothing. So I'm trying to get these people some. It's, a way, it's so many ways to get money around here you got to think it's several things i got my hands into but the main thing is an artist you if you listen to artists if anybody's on here whether you're not if it's just me and blue talking if any artist is listening you gotta understand if you don't have any money and your music is not mixed right not master right you dead in the water just leave it alone get a job because <laughs> you, you don't have a chance get a job man because at the end of the day i beat most of the people i did show with because my music was out of patchwork Mike Wilson mixed it down. Leslie Braddle mixed it down. Rodney Mill mastered it. So I had to beat. I had to beat when I left the studio because the DJ got to turn up and turn. You tell him to turn my music up. Turn my music up. But how are you gonna turn your music up and, and, your, and, you, and you, your music not mastered? His lives are gonna go. Yeah, it's not gonna go no life. It's over. <laughs> so I beat everybody really while I left the studio. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, we got it. We got like a couple of songs, but we got to, We got to play some music by you, of course. You know what I'm saying? We got a couple of songs. I'll, I'll I know what I like, but I'll let you pick because we got we got work, we got pussy, we got I'm the man, which is the one we play all the time over here. So we play we play I'm the man all the time, but you know, you know I don't know which one you want us to run right quick. We got we got to run one of the songs right quick. We got to play some music. Which one you want to hear, Jay Hard? Play that work. Work? All right, we'll play work. I got work loaded up. This is the homie Jay Hard, man. And if you're listening to this direct line interview, um, I can't I can't think of one of our direct line interviews where a real jewel was given out more than what he just gave out, especially by an artist. We've had some music panels and stuff and some industry people give out some real great information. But just what he just said alone, I mean, when you stop and think about it, like, damn, yeah, that makes a lot of fucking sense. Why is he spending? Why spend my money? Why spend your money? You know what I'm saying? I think you guys need to take heed. Jay Harden, follow him on Instagram and Twitter at King Jay Harden. At King Jay Harden. Make sure you hit him up and follow him, man. And check him out and check out his grind. But um, make sure you're rocking with the music. He has a real movement going. He has a tour going. And obviously, you see where his mind frame is as a businessman. But now we want to get into the artistic side of it. And if you've never seen him perform, his, his show is crazy. Like, that's why he won all those fucking open mics. Every time he's at an open mic, I'm like... 
And if I'm judging of some shit, I'm like, man, fuck. Now everybody gonna think I'm trying to be biased, but he always comes and gives you a fucking crazy show on some other shit. He got clowns coming through with umbrellas and dancers and all kind of shit. And then you coming up there rapping your verse, just you and your boys turning up. It's not gonna, you're not gonna make it against him. So, uh, shouts out to the homie for having a dope live show. I love looking at him perform. He always goes in on some other shit. Uh, but this is a song called Work right here on K100 Radio. Don't go nowhere though. We're not done with the conversation with Jay Harden. Y'all pause. K100radio.com. Work. Oh man. And the homie said he got that work over there. Jay Harden. 
That's his joint work. We got one more that we're going to get ready to run. Also, I told you guys, if you were listening earlier, uh, Dave Bishop and Mama Love, that they were going to come on the line after the Jay Harden interview. We were supposed to grab them earlier, uh, but they couldn't make it on the phone in time. But we're going to grab them after that. So if you were calling and listening to that earlier, we're going to bring them on the line in a second after we get done over here with the homie Jay Harden, man. So, Jay Harden, what's going on, homie? Hey, man, what's going on, Blizzard, is I'm I'm working physically as if there is no God, but spiritually I know the only way I'm going to make it is through God's help. That's what I'm doing. Over there putting in that real work, man. Congrats, homie. I like the um, – I tell people all the time, man, you know, again – for me as an artist, no matter what I say on, on on the air, social media, whatever, it's always one to always keep it true. And, I, and like I said, when I very when I started this uh, interview with you, um, I respect your I respect your grind and work ethic like a lot, bro. Like I'm telling you, like I know a lot of artists may be listening to some of the financial advice you gave them and stuff, but I don't think any I don't think any of that would have been possible if you just was not a pure grinder. I, I like grinders, you know what I'm saying. At the end of the day, dudes who I actually physically see going out here physically doing stuff that i'm always watching and i'm like he's actually putting in some real work i think no matter even if you gave them you can you can tell somebody that million dollar idea that you just gave them and they're still if they don't have the grind it'll never work anyway they're never going to be able to do the tour they're never going to go out and do the shows and win it 300 something open mics and go over overseas and everything that you've done if they don't have the grind you know what i'm saying right now in the music industry i gotta ask you a question right now in the music industry what do you feel about the state of r&b bro because i know you're an r&b artist what do you feel about the state of R&B right now in, in, in the game? What do you think about it? Pressure, Lord, <laughs> take my hand. It's dead. <laughs> you don't you think dead. it's dead? You know, it's dead. It got, a, it got a tombstone on it, and everybody leaving the funeral. R&B is dead because we're in a microwave community and society. You can be, you can have somebody in the studio for six or seven months. You cannot do rap. I seen people go a rapper go and make a, a album in two days. You can't, you know, just business. It doesn't make business sense to push R and B because it's too. Then you, you have R and B artists. They vocals go out on them. You just get your rapper. Then you buy uh, eight G's on them. Go on a quick push and then get your money back. With R and B thing, you got to try to do this. You got to do that. They might need writers. It's just too long. And we're in a microwave society with music. Anybody got time to wait for all that? And I'm a singer, and I know that. That's why I'm a hybrid. I sing and I rap because I understand ain't nobody trying to spend that much time and money on something. And then plus tempo. Tempo, R&B tempo is not strong enough for the DJ to play it in the club. And 90% of the, 80% of the music now in the urban market is broke in the club. So if you got a slow record, they don't even do a slowdown time no more. They used to play slow music and last 45 minutes, an hour, or 30 minutes. So you don't have nowhere to play it. So if the music don't have nowhere to play it, it's too slow, it dies. And black people burn music. They burn it all day. We the, we the king of, of taking something, cutting it up, and not doing the proper thing within respecting the music. So therefore, you got people taking too long. Nobody's paying for the music, and it's dead. Um, okay, that's a pretty grim out outlook. <laughs> I, I'd like to think that R and B was trying to come back, but because you got some of the soul artists who are kind of winning, like Janelle Monae and a couple of other people that are coming out with music, and they're and they're making really they're making strides as far as just buzz streams and, and and even even some of them are selling records. You know what I'm saying? Um, I would but get into it, but they have But she a hybrid though, because see, when she first was coming out, she was more into the pop, in the pop soul side. So it was more of a crossover appeal. She can flip and sing a slower song now because she has a target market that'll pay for some of her music. But she, you know, for a slow record, I did a several show with Janelle Monae before she got on the record, before she got on. And you know, her style is more of a crossover pop appeal. She was used to even wear a dress, but guess what? Being in the industry long enough, she's showing stomach cleavage. 
in the little ass now. But first and middle <laughs> one, they were wearing tuxedos. <laughs> you know, she yeah. wearing tuxedo to the several show together. She be wearing a tuxedo with her hat a barn, looking cute and dance with a lot of energy. They told her, they said, look, we need you to go ahead and you got to show her you're a pretty girl, but you got to show her a little more to get to the next level. So that's what she did. Is there something that you would sacrifice about your performance and about your music as an artist if you do if you do get to the next level? And even though I'm pretty sure you'd be owning and commanding your own content because you do now, but if you do have somebody step in and reach the hand out, let's say. I don't know who it could be, uh, Atlantic, Tidal, Def Jam, whatever. If they was, if they step into the situation, will you listen to anyone at this point in the career because you've been independent so long? Could anyone sway you to change something about Jay Harden in the interest of money? Uh, I'll tell you what, if it's something that makes sense and it's not me compromising and, and compromising who I am, like like Jay Harden not going to put on a dress. Right. Somebody say in this video, Jay, you need to wear a dress and you, know, you need to wear some lipstick, man. That'll be all hilarious. That's something I wouldn't do because you got to think music. You make it in music when it's not primary. See, when people chase their dream and it's their primary focus, then people use your dream to choke you out. See, Jay Harden got about five or six businesses he got going on. So really, music is a hobby for me that I like to do. So I can live with it without it. So I'm more dangerous. So you can't you can't use my dream as a as a as a, as a loose for my neck to wear. But you don't think this way, we're not gonna help it because I can make money seventeen different ways. So music for me, it's easier for me to make it because I'm focused on the money, not the fame. All I'm trying to do is get the five to ten grand three times a week. Ten week run, ten grand a week. That's three hundred k. Yeah. Then I go get a line of credit, a line of credit to three hundred k can turn to four fifty or five hundred k. Again, more gain. So, <laughs> more game well, you know I, I, I build them and you know I'm not trying to over talk I know we ain't got much time but the whole catch is the whole catch what I try to tell these people is you can't make it in music now by it being your primary because they've they made it where everybody can have talent like say back in the day in the 60s Jay-Z would have never been an artist he would have been a manager see really to me and it may sound crazy hip hop helped music but it also hurt music because it gave an outlet for people who weren't as talented as a Luther Vandross or as Anita Baker, or as these people that were considered talented, it's easier for more people to rap than more people to go and do the national anthem. My dad right now, 62 years old, can bust a rhyme. <laughs> right now, he can bust, bust a, I can take him to the studio, he'll bust a clean flow. You know, I ain't saying that. What makes a rapper talented to me is his wordplay, his metaphors, and the way in, 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 his, in his rhyme scheme. But now, you know, for us rapping, it's much easier it is to be a uh, young thug than it is to be uh, uh, R. Kelly. It's much right. easier for people to be young thugs. It's easier. Right. So people go with the easy thing, man. And I hate I hate it like that. But it's really fun to me because I go and just crush them. Like I've done shows with, with young thugs and all. I crushed The only thing they had over me is that their music was known. But I crushed them. I stood up, you know. So I, I get a kick out of that now, being unknown, coming to arena or coming somewhere. And I book my own show. The next show, I might I might end up booking Jay-Z and Jay Harden on the man tour. Then what <laughs> happens to Jay Harden? If I turn around and book Jay-Z, and Jay Harden on the ticket, I book him and get the dope. What happens then? See that's see, so they want to know what Jay Harden hit. Jay Harden and Beyonce live. What that does to Jay Harden? That put me about, at that point. I don't care about no major deal. They like who in the hell is this on all these jumbotron with Beyonce <laughs> and just book Beyonce and get the dope. Right, exactly. Damn. So my form, my form is very simple. So people are noticing they will never hit us again. Only on this station here, K one hundred, they will hear this. Only Jay Harden is gonna book the best of the best, get the door, perform, shut it down, and go on to the next venue with his on the man tour or whatever tour he's having. 
and that's my way. That's the way I like to do it. I enjoy myself, and that's the only way I see. That's the only way I see an artist not can really. It making it is not getting on TV and being broke, or getting on TV and being a pawn. Making it is enjoying what you like to do, and having a good time, and enjoying life because life is very short. We only life is a brief stop on the journey to eternity. So we only we only here for a short period of time. So right now, Jay, I've done everything I want to do in music. Blizzard. I got well, somebody tell me they got a record with Young Thug. I got a record with Jadakiss. I don't care about a record with Young Thug. I got a record with Akon. Right. I, I, I got a record with Akon. I got my sessions. I don't care about a record with Kevin Gates. I just be honest. It doesn't impress me because I got a record with people who go to Dubai and get uh, a half a million dollars for a show. Legends. Right. So, you know, trick daddy. I got people people that's going to go that's in, you know, that's going to go down for being pioneers. You know, whether they older or whatever, they, these people are legendary right now. You know, Young Thug and all those guys, I, I, I rock with them. They cool people because I respect anybody that's serious about their crowd. But man, you know, the people, I got a song, Walker Flocker. Okay, cool, man. I got a song, Zero, man. Trade the Truth. Uh, Acorn. <laughs> Trick Daddy. David Banner. So, being gracious to stay with them kind of people. That's my claim to fame. I'd be in the studio tonight, all night long, while everybody sleep. I'd have had a great day with one of my other little businesses. Money was made. I'm happy. I'm going in tonight working on my streets. Don't feel me now, album. I'm going to continue to do what God blessed me with. But I'll never be a victim of my own talent. Never. Yep. It ain't that important to me. I love it, but I'll never be a victim to where I'm sitting back on pins and needles hoping I blow. Whether I blow or not, I'll already blow it. I made a quarter million dollars on one single. How many people can say that? Not many. Shows. I got not many. five grand a week, three times a week. <laughs> not many. <laughs> Jay Harden, man. We got to get ready to get. I got one more interview. If you were uh, here earlier, we got to we got to grab uh, 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 Dave Bishop and uh, Mama Loaf. We got to grab them because they were supposed to be on earlier, but we got pushed back for time. We're getting ready to bring them back on now. Jay Hart, man. Before we get ready to go and play one more song and, and and go to the next interview, man, real quick, give everybody your information as far as connecting with you on social media, website, or anything you want to say to the people, real quick. You can check. You can catch me at, at King Jay Harden. That's at sign K I N G. J-H-A-R-D-E-N, remember, we are not here to play dream or drift. We have hard work to do and heavy loads to lift. Shine out in the struggle for it is God's gift. Be strong, be strong, be strong. Jay Hard, let's get it. You know that's the homie, man. Jay Hard, man, he the man. Don't go nowhere. Pause. This is K100 Radio. I'm the fucking man I know them bands will make a dance And it's more money where this come from And it's more liquor where this come from Got these bands over here, come get you some All these women over here, come get you one I know you see my whip I know you see my bitch I know you see my wrist do your diamond shine like this God damn, I feel right. I got all this money on me That's why all these women around me That's why all this lift around me That's why every round is on me I got all this jewelry on me I got all these women around me 
Bartender don't stop pouring Liquor in my cup Better cuff your bitch This rolling on my wrist, hey And it's more money where this come from And it's more liquor where this come from Got these bands over here, come get you some All these women over here, come Every get you one I, pull up, I know you see my whip I know you see my bitch I know you see my wrist Do your diamond shine like this Goddamn, I, I got all this money on me. Hey, that's why all these women around me. Hey, that's why all this lick around me. Hey, that's why every round is on me. Hey, you know I'm the fucking man. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip hop and R&B. You know I'm the fucking man. Hey, it's your man DJ Will Money. Catch my mix show, Street Anthems Live, right here on K100 Radio each and every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern as I bring you the latest R&B and hip-hop music. Plus, 